We are going to creating entrepreneurs out of the children that are in the neighborhood. We're going to have elderly daycare and so on and so forth. Are you ready for the best real estate investing advice ever? Join Joe Fairless and today's best ever guests as they share it with you. It's the best ever advice with none of the fluff. Let's go. Hi there, best ever listeners. Welcome to the best crowdfunding crash course ever, episode three. This episode is called From Start to Finish, Here's How to Do a Crowdfunded Deal. And I'm so excited because we have got a resident, two resident experts, one who's doing the deals and one who's helping facilitate the deals from Patch of Land. Uh, and we have Omar Skyers. Uh, he's a partner at SRB Group. And before I introduce Omar and Doug Cochran, SVP of Acquisitions and Underwriting at Patch of Land, just a little bit of context for uh, how we got to this point and where we're headed and what the focus of today's episode is going to be and what you're going to get out of it. So our first episode in the series of four was all about answering every single question that you have about crowdfunding. The second episode in the series of four was all about the future of crowdfunding, and that aired last Sunday. So if you haven't checked that out, definitely go check it out because we talked about uh, not only about where we're where we're at, but most importantly, where we're headed and what we can do about that direction where we're going. Um, and some very practical, actionable advice that the best ever panelists gave. And today, as I mentioned, we're going to talk about uh, how to do a deal from start to finish. We're going to demystify crowdfunding, and we're going to talk to someone who has done many deals uh, on crowdfunding platforms, including Patch of Land. Uh, so before I introduce the best ever panelists officially, even though I kind of already alluded to it, uh, first, a quick word from our sponsor. My mom always said it's rude to keep people waiting. Well, best ever listeners, that's exactly what you're doing if you're not funding your deals with our best ever sponsor, Patch of Land. Patch of Land is a crowdfunding marketplace that matches up your deals with accredited and institutional investors who want to invest in your deal. Patch of Land literally has thousands of investors ready to fund your next deal. You don't want to keep them waiting, do you? And guess what? It's a lightning quick process too. In fact, the average patch of land loan closes in just seven days. Is a five to seven day close faster than how long it currently takes you to close on financing? And just think, wouldn't it be wonderful to have all of your financing needs taken care of for all of your deals? How many more deals could you close if you already knew where the money was coming from? With Patch of Land, you no longer have to worry about the financing part. They've got it taken care of for you. Go to Patch of Land and find out how to get your next deal funded by the thousands of investors waiting for you right now. Go to patchofland.com. That's P-A-T-C-H-O-F-L-A-N-D.com. Okay, let's get right into it. First off, I want to introduce Doug Cochran. He's the SVP of Acquisitions and Underwriting at Patch of Land. Doug, how's it going? I'm doing well, Joe. How are you today? Doing well. Thanks for joining us. And you have been a previous guest on The Best Ever Show, episode 129 on how to get your crowdfunding deal funded. Um, so can you give The Best Ever listeners a little bit more about your background and um, talk specifically about uh, where you're involved in the process? Absolutely. Um, it's good to be back on the show, Joe. Thanks for having me back on. My background is about over 20 years in uh, real estate uh, as a uh, real estate flipper, a uh, licensed uh, real estate appraiser, 
a loan officer, underwriter, project manager on construction sites. I have a pretty long and varied background. And uh, currently, I'm with Patch of Land as the uh, Senior Vice President of Acquisitions and Underwriting. And my specific role in in the process of uh, getting a deal together is um, working with our uh, loan officers. They're presenting deals uh, to me. We're helping structure the deals with them. And uh, then once it, it actually gets into under underwriting, that's when uh, myself and, and my underwriting team get into the actual underwriting of, of the, uh, the deal and the project. So you're basically uh, qualifying the opportunity and making sure that it's a good investment for the investors. And then once it's, once it's funded, are you involved at, after that point? Um, I am actually. I, I do uh, stay in contact with the borrowers and uh, I help facilitate uh, the draws when, uh, when a draw request is um, is asked of a borrower. And the other best ever panelist that we have, I'm really excited to introduce you all to, is Omar Skyers. He is a partner at SRB Group. So, Omar, can you give a little bit about your background and um, talk about how you got to this point? Hi, Joe. It's a pleasure to be on your show today. Um, I've been in the mortgage business actually since around 1999. So going on 16 years, uh, first I was a loan officer. I then, um, owned my own mortgage brokerage company and then I got into flipping. So, um, pretty much, you know, uh, up here in Northern New Jersey in the Essex County area and also in the Bergen County area. That's that's my main deal. That's what I do nowadays. It's mostly flip. So you started. What what year did you start flipping? Around two thousand seven. So you started flipping in two thousand seven. And how were you initially financing your deals? Initially, I was doing my deals through hard money. Um, now, if you remember, in two thousand seven, this was before the crash. So money was widely available. Um, you know, after the crash, our resources dried up, and now that the market is coming back. The hard money is there. The mo- mainly I used hard money. Hard money is there still. However, we find that the crowdfunding platform is a much easier platform to work with. Um, and it also gives us a more um, more resources, more resources to go to. Um, with hard money, it seems like they're getting a, a, a lot more like the conventional banks, you know, and um, it, it, with the crowdfunding platform, it's just a much simpler, easier, no hassle process. So with hard money and crowdfunding, you know, you've, you've borrowed from both. And a little bit later, I want to get into kind of the pros and cons of, of those based on, you know, your experience. Cause my gosh, you've, you've got experience on both sides of things and you can give that perspective. But first, you know, the, the focus of, of our conversation is, you know, really around from start to finish, um, a crowdfunded deal, just of really getting the behind the scenes access of what it's like to to do a crowdfunded deal. Um, and so let, let's let's talk about one deal in particular, any deal that you have um, in mind that, that you've had on the crowdfunding platform. Because how many crowdfunded deals do you have? You have about five of them with Patch of Land? Actually, it's eight. You have eight? Okay, yes. even better. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. You have eight, eight with Patch of Land. So yes. um, you've done eight crowdfunded deals or are in the process of, of doing those deals. I guess the first question before we get into the specifics of one deal would be what brought you to crowdfunding? 
Well, crowdfunding is is something that was mentioned to me by my attorney before um, Patch was even came online. This was before last year, February 2014, when the um, when you know Obama signed the act, so on and so forth, allowing crowdfunding to be utilized. Um, I did a lot of research on it. I liked the format. And then um, my attorney introduced me to Mr. Cochran. Mr. Cochran and I hit it off ASAP and we started utilizing the patch of land peer-to-peer platform because we felt that it matched our business perfectly. So you had been doing flips. You started in 2007. Right. Resources, resources dried up in 2008 as it did with everybody. Right. And then I imagine things loosened up um, in between your first crowdfunded deal and uh, when the crash happened. So were you? did you go back to hard money after the crash happened? After the crash happened, yes, we did. However, we, the, we just didn't see that, we, we didn't feel that the hard money was as it used to be. We feel that the, the ability to obtain, to have access to funds, you know, for instance, as an investor, you need to have as much access to funds as possible, as much of your resources available to you. Because some deals, you know, it, it's all about timing. Joe, it's all about timing. If a hard money guy is going to take three, four weeks to fund my deal and, and Doug can fund my deal in two weeks, which they always do, why would I deal with a hard money guy? So let's talk about your uh, initial initial conversation and, and what were your initial impressions uh, when you went through the crowdfunding process versus hard money? My initial impression was I was very pleased. I mean, to, to, to just let you know how, how pleased I was, um, you know, we, we have a... a a circle here, a, a group of us that that do a lot of flipping. I actually got all of my peers to, to go with Patch of Land. I mean, that's a good one, four or five people, maybe four or five different investors. That's how pleased I was. I was very pleased with, with, with the whole entire process. I found it simple. You know, it, it became one of those things as an investor, you, you have your, your, your sheets, you know, you, you say to yourself, these are my wants. If I get this, I'll be okay. If I get this, I can, I can really be fine in my business. Okay. What, what, what is the main thing a flipper needs? He needs instant access to money, instant, instant access to be able to buy property. You have a guy next door to you that's going to buy a property from under you because you can't get access to the money fast enough. And this is where crowdfunding comes in. And this is crowdfunding's one of crowdfunding's best features because they have the ability to fund your deals almost instant. What's something that surprised you outside of the speed to market? What's something that surprised you about the process? Um, what actually surprised me was, um, my ability to pick up the phone <laughs> and give Doug a call <laughs> and he answered because most hard, most other companies that we deal with, they, they, I mean, you, you have to go back and forth with emails and, and they don't pick up the phone. They, they're not customer service oriented whatsoever. Let's talk about a deal in particular and you can, you can pick any deal out, um, that you're, that you're running or that you've currently, you've already run. And can you just walk us through the process of what it was like, uh, from, you know, initial introduction through, you know, the, the, the latest stage that you're in? Absolutely. Um, initially we, we made contact with patch of land. They sent us out a sheet for us to fill out. We filled out, um, our background information. Um, patch of land ran our credits. They also asked us to make a list of, um, um, flips that we have completed in the past. And, um, it's pretty detailed, you know, the, the amount, so on and so forth and anything that we, we, we have currently running. 
Okay. They do their due diligence. They're very, very adept at doing that. Um, they do a, a, a deep background check on, on each borrower. After you pass the, the background check, after they have vetted you and, and see that you actually did do all those deals that you list, then you are um, you're given the okay to get an appraisal done. The appraisal is then done on the property. You run the title on the property. Um, you submit the loan forms. And within about, I would say, five to seven business days after that is done, after the appraisal is, is submitted, you will, um, you will get a term sheet. And then the term sheet will will outline everything, you know, all of your your, your payments, your your interest payments, as well as your monthly payments. And then um, after that, they give you a closing date, and you go to closing. They tell you, you know, uh, oh, you 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 get a con- you get a phone call from one of the guys at Patch of Land, and they just go through everything from top to bottom with you, kind of kind of kind of reiterating everything to make sure that you know what you're doing. And then after that, you get a closing date, and you, you go to closing. This question's for Doug. Doug, how quickly does that process that he just described typically take? And um, is there any anything else you'd like to add to that process? Yeah, the, the, the typical process um, is on average about 10 business days. Uh, so it's it pretty much exactly as uh, Omar had described. Um, we, we understand that time is of the essence with these uh, projects, as Omar had mentioned. And, uh, <laughs> you know, we, we, we do a full background check on all the our borrowers, uh, credit checks, background checks. Uh, you know, we fully vet them, their, their experience. Uh, that's why we ask what they've done in the past. We do check uh, those properties to see, in fact, that they had owned the properties. And, um, and uh, uh, you know, we check everybody who's involved with the process um, and um, uh, once the once the loan is in process we do we order up the appraisal we order up the title work that's the the two things that typically take the longest uh, usually five to seven days to get those back and uh, once those are done the underwriting has been taken care of in that time frame so we're really at that point uh, just waiting for the appraisal to get back once the appraisal comes back and the numbers uh, are confirmed uh, what we were expecting uh, then we go to closing if the, if the values come in differently Differently, there may be some uh, renegotiation of the of the contracts, but um, that's to be expected. And it's and those kind of expectations are set up um, in, at the initial introduction with the borrower. Um, but yeah, it's it's a pretty simple. It's a fast. Uh, <laughs> it's a very fast process, but um, that's how we work. Omar. When now that we talked a little bit about what the uh, process is to get to the closing table, let's. I, I'd love to hear a little bit more on. Okay, we've closed. Now what? So what happens then? After we close on on a property, um, usually immediately after that, we will then apply for permits. The way my company works is what, what, before we even close, we have a full assessment of what needs to be done, exactly what it's to cost. We have contractors that work with us exclusively, so on and so forth. So once you close that loan, you are going to uh, apply for your permits. That's the first thing you do. Um, If there are any architectural uh, designs that need to be um, drawn up, then you apply for that as well. Uh, You also apply for any surveys, anything, any, any licenses, permits, surveys, architectural designs, any one of those things that's needed, that is the first thing that you In the process, while you are waiting for your permits or anything of that sort, you will then do what we will then do a clean out. Okay. Clean out and demo. That's your first. Um, normally, because of the fact that we are working in, a, in an urban area, 
um, clean out and demo is a pretty um, big job. A lot of these properties have been vandalized as well as, um, um, you know, like the copper is taken out, so on and so forth. So we, when we go in, we're cleaning out, you know, and, and then, you know, sometimes we, we, in order to maximize the space, we um, reconfigure some of the rooms, so on and so forth. So that's where the demo comes in. And after that is done, naturally we go in and we, we do our rough plumbing, our rough electric. Inspectors come out again, take a look at that. After that's done, we start closing up the walls. If we're installing any HVAC systems, those go in. Inspector comes out again. Then after that, then your then your cosmetics comes into play. You know, if you're putting up sheetrock, you put you, you put down your floor first. Then you put your sheetrock. If you're not putting up sheetrock, then you put your you, you put your floor down last. Um, your your fixtures go in, your bathrooms go in, you can go in, and pretty much you're done unless you you got a roof to replace, and that that can be done during that whole process. Um, the longest part of our process, however, Joe, here in northern New Jersey, is the permit process. Permits can delay your, your project to three months. If, if we were to zoom up from those steps and we were to look at where is patch of land or, you know, if, if where is patch of land in that process and how do you correspond with them versus a hard money lender or you know, if you get traditional financing, how, how, how is that? How are they involved? Patch of land is very helpful. What they do, they, they, they require updates from us as we go along. And we are in constant contact with Patch. Patch is more, Patch acts more in the capacity of a partner um, than just a lender. They want to see you succeed. I get phone calls from them. I get emails from them, you know, and, and it's not it's not in, in, in like a bothersome way or a micromanaging way. It's to legitimately say, hey, how's th- how are things going? You know, we give them updates, you know, once every few weeks. You know, we let them know exactly where we are. We send over pictures just to make sure that everyone is on the same table. Everything is transparent. And everybody is still in a, in a feel good. Frame. So Patrick Land is with us all the way. Yeah. And, and Joe, if I can. Uh... Uh, step in there. That part, that's part of what we do. I mean, we're, we're here to build relationships uh, with our borrowers. Um, and I think that's an important part of, of uh, the transaction. Um, that's why Omar has come back and, and he has told his, uh, his uh, other business partners about us. Um, you know, we are, we are hands-on. Uh, we do act as a partner, but uh, we also try to uh, not get in their way. Uh, we know these guys are busy and they have a job to do. And we, we really do try to schedule our, our draw schedules uh, with them. Uh, we, we limit them. We don't, we don't overburden them with a lot of draws so, uh, they can get the work done. And in the meantime, they can, you know, they have the ability to give us updates on the properties. Omar, how is it different from a reporting standpoint? I, I know, I know you mentioned that there's more of a partnership and you have a direct access, but as far as the specific, uh, reporting and responsibilities that you have, do you have to report more for a crowdfunding platform than you would a hard money lender? I would actually say yes. Um, but I, I personally think that this is just Patch's policy. And, you know, with Patch, you know, like I said, they're managing people's money. You, know, you have investors that come in and, and, and accredited investors. So naturally you have to report to these guys and say, hey, you know, here's what's happening with your money. So you know, to us, it's like I said, it's not bothersome at all. It's more, it's more welcome in, in our, on our side of the fence because you know that 
someone didn't just, you know, just give you the money, say here, and then you just pay it back when you pay it back. You know what I mean? They know exactly, you know, every phase of your project. And like I said, everything is above board. Everyone is transparent and, and everything is. What's a report look like? What do you have to do for that report? Usually what we will do is we'll go in, we'll take pictures and of each phase of the construction. When we take pictures, uh, each picture, we put a notation under each picture and say, this is what's happening. Like, for instance, if I take a picture of the kitchen, gutted kitchen, rough plumbing, rough electric, waiting on inspection, gutted bathroom, rough plumbing, rough plumbing, rough electric, waiting on inspection, so on and so forth. It's floors, uh, living room floor installed, HVAC system, take a picture of the HVAC system, HVAC installed. Real simple. Very, very simple. Roughly, or maybe it's, maybe it's not an average, maybe it's just a, a standard thing. How many reports do you have to do for each uh, property? I would say two or three. Usually with, with us, we, 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 because of the fact that we have a little bit more projects with Pats than the average person, we like to give them more voluntarily. However, Pats, they only request, they don't request a lot at all. They only request maybe, whenever you look, whenever you need a draw, you have to put in a report. Other than that, you may get a phone call every, you know, every once in a while and say, hey guys, you know, how are you doing? Send me some updates. Right. And Joe, we, uh, we, we do that. Um, it's twofold reason uh, for the updates. One is we want to keep in contact with the borrowers, let them know that we're still here. We're here to support them. Uh, it gives us an update on, you know, making sure that they're on track with their projects. And it's also an opportunity for us then to give these uh, updates to the investors who have invested in the projects themselves. Um, they like to know what's going on with with the projects, they, uh, you know, they've, they've invested in it. So they, they have an interest in, in finding out how far along the project is. Um, and with that, it's a good building block for the relationship between even our borrowers like Omar and our investors. Um, Omar's been uh, very successful on our site because our investors have gotten to know who Omar is and Steve uh, and SRB and the kind of projects that they're they're investing in and the kind of work that they're projects. So it's, it's kind of a, a two way highway, the information. Uh, and it's something that our investors look forward to and appreciate. Omar, when, um, you know, with, with the renovations, I mean, as you mentioned, you walked us through, you know, what you typically do in the process where, you know, getting permits and, you know, sometimes just re, you know, gutting these two to three family, uh, properties, I imagine things come up that are not expected. How does that handled on a crowdfunding platform like Patch of Land? Uh, and then once you mention, once you talk through that, I'm going to ask you a follow up question about how that's different from another type of lender that you would use. Well, due to the fact that you know, as I previously mentioned, Patch of Land is they're not a micromanager. Um, if you are an experienced investor and you've done this several times. You expect the unexpected. So naturally, those are things that we plan for. Those are things that we handle when those situations come up. We know exactly how to handle those. There's not many situations that can pop up that we have never seen or have or have never experienced before. So the answer to your question is, I, I, I've you know I, I've never really had to go back to Pats of Land and say, hey guys, you know this and such and such happened and it was unexpected because you do know how to handle those situations. What would you say with uh, the, the deals that you've done, you know, you've, you've clearly found a, a, a successful model for your company to, to finance the properties. 
Um, what would you say is kind of the future for where you see crowdfunding headed um, with, you know, in particular with your company uh, and what you plan on doing with it? Well, I personally think that crowdfunding is definitely a wave, you know, to say it's the wave of, the, but hey, it's here now. The future is now here. It's the wave. It's the new thing. Um, this is something that I and my business partner actually plan on utilizing from here on out. Uh, and the reason why, like I said, it's, it's a lot simpler and cheaper than hard money. Um, you know, with hard money, the process is definitely a, a more difficult process, he stated. And when you are allowed to establish good, solid relationships, like established with packs of land, it makes this this side of the fence, our business, so much easier because of the simple fact that we no longer have to go out and search for money. We know that the money's there. They know that they know we have a track record, we're proven. So it's it's more on that line, you know. It's, it's really, a, like I said, it's a much different experience. It's a very smooth process. And this is something that we will be utilizing. Who is it good for and who isn't it good for in your in your opinion? I personally, I don't know who it wouldn't good for. Um, I think it's good for any investor that needs to borrow money. Um, it gives them another solution to their to their cash flow issues. And um, it provides them the ability to do their acquisitions a lot faster. So you are now able to compete with other investors that have access to quick cash. I mean, hence, that's the bottom line. I mean, in this game, in order to get that house at a very cheap price, you better come come with that money very quickly. <laughs> and if you can't, you're going to lose it. And with crowdfunding, especially packs of life, I, I don't have any experience with any other crowdfunding companies, and, and I, I don't plan on dealing with crowdfunding companies. So with packs of land, hey, you know, you can call these guys and say, guys, I need this done in such and such amount of time because I, you know, I may lose it. Guess what? They they are for us. They're, they're on our side. With hard money, hard money has gotten to the point where you're just another number with you. You're just another number. With Patch of Land, I call over there and they know my name. And, and and it's not a different person answering the phone all the time. That means a lot to us as investors, by the way. Us guys, it means a whole lot to us. That's a very big thing. So would you recommend with uh, a... Uh, fix and flipper, say, you know, outside of Newark, because I know you're in Newark, but uh, someone who's fixing and flipping homes, uh, if they don't have a property identified, would you recommend that they uh, establish that relationship now um, and in anticipation of getting a property or should they wait until they have a property? It's always best to establish the situation prior. This, you know, once you establish that relationship prior, you now know that you have someone that has giving you the go-ahead to say, hey, go out there and find something. Find something that works within our parameters. So I always feel that 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 planning is much better than going, you know, because, for instance, let's say it's your first one. You've never done business with Patrick before. You're not used to the process. So, you know, you may want to, um, you definitely want to get that preliminary paperwork out of the way first. So that way it doesn't hold up a deal. Because that first paperwork, you got to understand, it's a getting to know you process. They have to vet you. They have to know who they're giving their money to. They are lending their money. So, you know, this may, you never know what can pop up. That I always look at things like that. You never know what can happen. You never know what can pop up. That may delay the process. So get in there, get your paperwork in, get signed up with these guys, get a go ahead from them to go look for a property. Now, when you find your property, it can fund very quickly. Yeah, Joe, I, I, uh, I agree with that. That's something that we uh, always encourage any uh, 
a potential borrower, uh, whether they have a property or not, is to it's it's almost like getting pre-approved, if you will. We go through the vetting process ahead of time, get them approved, so that when they have a property, then it's just all about the asset that they're bringing uh, into the deal. Um, and they also do get to know our parameters and and our process. And a lot of people do have a lot of uh, questions on crowdfunding. What is it? Uh, so there there's a little bit of an education uh, with every uh, first initial contact with the borrower. Omar, do you have any, any, uh, is there anything we didn't talk about that, you know, based on your experience, I mean, my gosh, you have so many deals on the platform now. Um, is there anything that we didn't talk about that you wanted to mention that would you think would be helpful for the best ever listeners and people who are looking to, uh, start the process of crowdfunding in their business? No, I mean, uh, you, you were very thorough with your questions. So I, I, at this time, I can't really think of anything that, that you left out. Maybe, I don't know if Doug has anything to add. Um, not really. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, good. <laughs> then then that, that's what we call a very complete conversation. That's, that's great. Well, first, a quick word from our, our sponsor, Patch of Land. Could you do more deals if you had more money and didn't have to waste time looking for financing? Are you ready to scale your real estate business and do more deals? Well, let's make that happen. Our best ever sponsor, Patch of Land, is ready to fund your next deal. Patch of Land is a crowdfunding marketplace that has thousands of investors waiting for you right now. Find out more at patchofland.com. That's P-A-T-C-H-O-F-L-E-N-D.com. All right. To close this out, my gosh, thank you so much, Omar and Doug, for joining us and, and sharing you know, how to do a deal from start to finish and really the behind the scenes look at it because... Uh, right now, crowdfunding is a, uh, a buzzword, and I think a lot of uh, people um, have questions about it. And I would venture to say that a lot of people probably are interested in doing it because of well, all the stuff that we've talked about, where it's just, you know, as Omar was mentioning, um, the quick access to cash. And, you know, he would know uh, better than, you know, anyone on um, the, the access to cash and the amount that is is needed to quickly close on properties or he would know as well as other people with that type of experience. And really it's a matter of, okay, uh, crowdfunding makes sense, but now let's talk about um, an actual deal and stuff that um, has, has happened and what is it like to actually have a deal on a crowdfunding platform. And I, I love, one of the things that um, really resonated with me is the reputation is on the line for both, in this case, Omar and Patch of Land. So instead of, as Omar was talking about, instead of it being kind of from a hard money lending standpoint, um, you get the money and then that's it. This is a partnership because right now when we, especially right now, and I'm sure in the future too, but especially right now, when we're partnering with a crowdfunding platform, they're just starting out too. And the reputation is critical to any business as, as you know, everybody knows. And so it's more of a partnership and somebody who's going to help you through that process uh, because as that reputation gets built uh, more and more, as Omar has clearly proven, uh, your business can continue to grow and you've got that money partner um, for as long as, as, long as you want. So um, that was definitely one of the takeaways. And then also, you know, getting the deal done now, I, I just want to reiterate that because uh, with the opportunity that we have with crowdfunding, getting the information in um, to the crowdfunding platform, and, and I highly recommend Patch of Land, 
um, would be the best thing to do where you're pre-qualified, as Doug was mentioning, um, for the platform. That way, you're armed with funds um, or hypothetical funds once they qualify the deal uh, because you're already qualified. So I think those are those are some of the takeaways that I got from this. And I think, you know, best ever listeners, if, if you have any questions at all, um, feel free to tweet Patch of Land. You can also tweet me and I'll, I'll do what I can. I'll probably send you the Patch of Land. My my Twitter handle is Joe Fairless and then Patch of Land is obviously Patch of Land. So uh, one other thing I want to mention before we we sign off is next week we've got an exciting episode where we talk about, okay, first we talked about all the questions and answers. Second, we talked about the type of the future that where we're headed for crowdfunding today with Omar and Doug we talked about uh, what is it what does a crowdfunding deal look like what's the behind the scenes access let's hear directly from someone who's actually doing it well in our next episode next Sunday we're going to talk about specific case studies um, and how investors or borrowers rather are growing their business um, and what what does that look like? And also, what type of community improvement is happening as a result of those deals? And that's one thing I love about a patch of land, where you know it's not just about more deals; it's about what is the ripple effect and how does that help the communities in which the deals are in. So, Omar and Doug, thank you so much uh, for joining us. And one other thing I want to mention: Omar, you're based in Newark, New Jersey. And we have a wonderful report uh, from Patch of Land that's actually, um, you can download it in the show notes where it talks about all the, uh, the market statistics for Newark, New Jersey. So, so definitely go to Patch of Land and download that or you can look in the show notes. So thank you so much, Omar and Doug. Is there anything else you want to mention before we sign off? Joe, I just want to say thank you so much for having me again as a guest. Uh, for your best ever listeners, um, and uh, yeah, you know, you, you you summed it up beautifully with everything you just said, and especially uh, with a borrower like Omar, who is actually making an impact in his neighborhood. Um, that's that's one of the core values that we have here. At Patch of land is uh, you know building communities. Um, it's it's it kind of it, it's where the company started with the idea of helping communities and, and rebuilding them. And Omar uh, is uh, definitely uh, waving that banner, uh, that Newark and leading the charge for that community. It's a, it's a uh, growing vital city uh, in New Jersey. It's the largest city in New Jersey. Um, he's a, uh, lived there for many years and he's making a big difference there. So we're, we're really proud and happy to be uh, part of that and helping him with that in, uh, in the great city of Newark. All right, um, and Joe, um, just in signing out, and thank you, Doug, that, that, that was very well said. <laughs> um, I thank you, Joe, for allowing, Joe and Doug, for allowing me to come on your show and to speak any anyone that need, you know, if they need to speak to me or um, they need any questions answered or any information, they're more than welcome to contact me at omarski 44 dot os at gmail.com and just to let you know joe in closing one more thing that we are doing to advance the community we actually uh purchased that 8500 square foot building a few months ago which we're turning into a community upliftment center when we're going to creating entrepreneurs out of the children that are in the neighborhood we're going to have elderly elderly daycare and so on and so forth and this is something that I will be discussing in the future with Mr. Cochran 
because I know that Patch of Land wants to play a very big role in the revitalization of the city. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much, Omar, for sharing that that last piece especially. And thank you, Doug. And uh, we'll talk to both of you soon. All right. Take care, Joe. Thank you, guys. Hey, you, best ever listener. Do you want more? Then go to JoeFairless.com, where you'll get tons of free videos, templates, and content to help you get deals done. And remember to subscribe to the best ever show in iTunes, so you can keep getting your daily dose of the best real estate investing advice ever.